Well, everybody, welcome back to the Trick Podcast of Joy and Gozo TV on this beautiful Friday, July 31st, 2020. Welcome back to my channel. Welcome back to this episode. Well, I don't know exactly what I'm naming this one, but I think I'm going to name it Enough is Enough. <laughs> enough is enough when it comes to the mindset problems that affect me these days it seems daily and that is fear 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 and anxiety and of course you know my history but this is goes beyond just whatever counseling and that this is really a bad habit because as i'm learning i can choose to see my life differently but i'm just not choosing to whether because of A, B, C, X, Y, and Z, I don't really care anymore. God is always showing me, even this week, that He wants to take my fears away and that He continues to do that. It's just I keep taking it back. And I have realize how damaging that is to me to my beautiful family to others mostly of course to me and the dreams and pursuits that i have now one of the things that has helped me has been as i've mentioned before a podcast by my friend cliff ravenscraft shout out to cliff out there in kansas i believe right kentucky no kentucky and he has been someone I followed for maybe five, six years, maybe longer, mostly in the area of podcasting and technology. And that's been really awesome. But the last few years, he's been talking more about mindset, how to think. And he is a follower of Jesus. And so there's a lot of similarities between us. But the area where he, without a doubt, is way more ahead than me in is this area of not giving in to the same patterns. In my case, fear and anxiety. And I've taken medication and I've done 10,000 hours of counseling and I have read everything on neuroscience and psychology and the Enneagram and I'm telling you all that has been good and well. And I've read every verse and I've preached every message and I've sung every song and that's also been amazing. And I've Red Ecker Tolle and all that stuff and eh. But I think what has helped me the most is this idea of choice. That, and especially he was talking this week about looking at the same week through a different lens. A lens of basically gratitude or looking at it as your best week ever versus this has been a crappy week. So, a few examples. So this week, there was a friend of a friend who maybe was going through some challenges and that got me all scared. And then it ended up that nothing was going on. Then, what was it? Yeah, there were family members who were possibly going through some things and then it ended up that things were better than expected. But more than that, you know, those are maybe regular ups and downs of life. And of course, it's great that things seem to be looking up. But even more than that, I've been in this mindset for certainly 
two, three months of fear and anxiety daily. And this week, I read something online that really freed me from the fear, especially from the fear of this 2020 C word. I don't even like to call it for what it is. And even though I have sought to call it an opportunity, and I still believe in that, but truth be told, the last, especially the last few weeks, it's been very difficult for me to see it as an opportunity. I've seen it more through the lens of fear and anxiety, concern, panic, all that stuff. And I don't feel like I am unique in this, especially when it comes to other spiritual leaders. I'm in different groups with other pastors and leaders, and this is just something that many other pastors are going through for many reasons. And it's not about a lack of faith. It's not about sin. It's not about, it's just that this is unprecedented. And I'm sure it has something to do also with personality and gifting, but all that, it just is what it is, right? Now, with all of that, which is very common to everyone, I've been thinking about, or I've been wrestling with that, and some days are great, some days are not. Last night, I hardly slept. I had this stomach pain just from the same old thing. And of course, like many, I thought that I've had the C word, you know, every other day for the last six months, you know, and I'm fine. And everyone in my family is fine and all that stuff. But even if I wasn't fine, the other day I found peace in trusting God for my family and I. Because four weeks ago, one of our daughters got an email that someone at work, blah, blah, blah. And so that freaked me out. Then the next, I think it was the same day, my, our other daughter, same email. And then you have all these things. Then we went out to eat, get some tacos, and I was freaking out because of X, Y, and Z. Everything. Once you're in that state of mind, especially for me and for those of us that relate to this, it's just everything. Nothing matters. It, it just It's all bad news, right? Well, with all that said, I saw this post that really freed me from the fear of the C word. And I literally felt a peace of God in my heart, in my body. Because, I don't know, I read that, and even though it wasn't great news per se, it was just kind of average news from a friend. It really touched me, and God used it to release me of it. Now, I must confess, since then I've given into this whole thing again. But... My point of this whole episode is how you can view the same week through different lenses and how I am learning and I have to choose to see it through the eyes of faith and of God and of positivity, of goodness, of gozo, of joy, and of peace and of grace. Okay, then I think it was Wednesday night, I was just in the gutter. And normally when that happens, I just sort of roll up into a little ball and and I just get very quiet and kind of go go inward and blah, blah, blah. But instead, I called three friends and two of them were very, very amazing. One was maybe not as helpful, but that's okay. That was more me than my friend. But especially the, the last friend that I spoke to, we prayed and it was just a freeing 
conversation. And again, God just showing me how faithful he is. Not only in that my friend was so kind, but that he gave me, God gave me the strength to reach out to my friend. And so all of that was so positive. And then my friend even prayed for some specific things, like for a stage and for a sound person. We're just talking about church, church events. And I thought, okay, those are interesting prayers. We were not even talking about church stuff, but I thought, okay, great. I'm glad he's praying for that. Well, the next day, again, how do I choose to see this week? The next day, then for some reason I had to go to church to drop off some things. And I remember leaving like two, three times, but I kept forgetting my keys in the car or I couldn't find my keys. So I had to come back. It took me like 10 minutes to finally find my keys. Within those 10 minutes, a friend that I haven't spoken to in four years, a tech guy, that also builds stages and that has a gift of prophecy and has been a huge encourager in my life in the past randomly right yeah right wink wink text me while i am at church in those 10 minutes of just i couldn't find my keys so therefore i couldn't leave because i was leaving and he says hey trigger are you at church i'm right around the corner He comes by, he speaks prophecy, freedom, delivery over me on the way out. He puts his hand on my shoulder with our masks on, blah, blah, blah. hate those things. And I began to cry like a baby, releasing weeks of fear about the C word, about you name it, everything. Church and the past and whatever. And God freed me. Then... I think it was that night I heard one of my favorite prophets who is has been very influential in my life, shout out to Prophet Ruckins out there in Santa Ana, and he was talking about we will not be shaken. And if you know me and things that I have coined per se as as phrases, as verses, we will not be shaken, the song and the verse from Psalm 36 have been things that I have been hanging on to. And, and this man of God was talking about the need to not be shaken and that he was speaking out of Job, which, by the way, gave me my sermon for this Sunday because I had been praying and I was going to do something else. And then that night I knew. And so another blessing from God. Not only did God use him to speak into my life, but also he gave me direction for Sunday, for the sermon for Sunday. And so... My point is, all of these things happened this week. Now, today, for some reason, and I know it's the devil, I understand it's satanic. Now, this is another thing that my friend my friend that came by the church, his name is Mark, that he came by, that was another blessing. He made it clear to me that this is satanic. And, and I had known that I have had visions about that. I actually did a podcast or a live stream on that. You can check that out at my website, davidtrick.com slash live, or you can go to my YouTube channel as well. And I spoke boldly online about the demonic, that this, this C word is a demonic virus. And, I, and I've seen it. And the way that we are going to defeat this is through prayer. And I felt that and I knew that. And yet, today, well, actually, I started last night. I mean, just random, silly things. I was watching something on TV, not even related to anything. It was a game. It was a basketball game. And the fear just hit me again, like a ton of bricks. 
and then the second thing happened i don't even remember them and the third thing and the fourth thing and then by the time we had this bible study last night i was in the gutter of fear and then i got all angry and frustrated at silly things and i hardly slept last night and then i woke up with the same feeling not as bad again nothing had really happened just attacks just thoughts just the way i was perceiving my week and then one of my friends said a little something today for like 30 seconds that put me back in the fear that i was feeling at the beginning of the week of which god already delivered me of which god already delivered me and yet i chose and this happened i don't know this morning sometime to give in to that and Honestly, all day I've been coming in and out of consciousness, meaning of strength. And the other half of the day I've been afraid and, and praying and afraid and praying. And I wrote a ton. I read a bunch of verses. I studied for Sunday out of Job and I was meditating on that. And I got a second win, a third win. And then that fear gets back in there. I normally feel it in my stomach. And... And then I got a second or third win again, and I thought, I'm going to record this podcast because I am sick and tired of this. I am sick and tired of letting my mind and Satan, just like someone says, just throw me like a rag doll against the wall. I am so tired of that. I am tired of being thrown around like a like a rag doll by Satan who is a deceiver and the enemy of our of our, of our hearts and of our souls. I do not belong to fear. I belong to courage. I belong to peace. I belong to Jesus, who is the author and the maker of my faith. And I am not meant to be shaken. I am not meant to live as a slave, as a, as a, as a, as a slave to fear. I am called to live as a child of God, as the beloved of God, who not only is Jesus proud of, but he protects me. His banner over me and over you is love. He's going to keep myself and my family safe. And even, 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 he is faithful. And even if A, B, C, he is good. And he will not let me fall. And he will not let you fall. But it's a decision that I have to make. The decision that I have to make every time some little thought or, or, or like we know from Ephesians 6, an arrow of the enemy comes my way, I let it in and it hits my heart and it hits my mind and my body is shaking and my stomach is just going crazy and I'm tired of that. Instead, I want to come here and record this podcast as a way to say, no mas, I am tired of this. I am tired of not seeing my week for what it is, a week of miracles. Did you notice how many miracles God did in my life this week? Did you notice how many amazing things God did in my life to heal me, to remind me of his provision? I mean, a stage and a tech guy. By the way, my friend Mark, who came over and prophesied over me, guess what he does in churches? Yep, he is a sound professional. And he is helping somewhere else, but he said, hey, I might want to even come and help you guys out for a while. <laughs> The, the same thing that my friend the other night before had prayed for that I wasn't even thinking about. 
and I'm going to go and give in to fear and forget that I am a child of God and be a mess to myself, to my wife, to my kids, to my church, to everyone. No way. No way. I am done. And I know it's going to come back. I know that anything can happen. Anything can go wrong today, tomorrow, next week. I may have a hung, hang, whatever you call those, hang nail, hung nail, and think, oh no, that must be, that must be the beginning of the end. You know, that must be my brain tumor. (laughs) That's what anxiety does to me. Or, oh no, I didn't preach the best message. That must be my last Sunday. I'm going to be homeless on the streets because I'm a failure. Oh no, I my church is in the church of 5,000. That means I, 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 I'm a horrible pastor and leader and preacher. I should have stayed with music. I knew it. I'm disobeying. I'm a failure. No, I am called by God. And so are you. You are called by God to do the great things that he has in store for you. That's what Ephesians 1 says. The great things that he has in store for you. That's why he's called us out of darkness, says 1 Peter 4, into his marvelous light. To speak of his love, and that's what he's called me to do. To preach good news to the captives, to heal the sick, and to bring salvation to the lost. That's what he's called me to do. Not to fear every little wind of deceit and lies of the enemy. And it's a choice I have to make to, to see this week as a miracle week, not a week of, oh no, what if. I know all the verses, but that's not the point. As, I, as my friend Cliff was asking one of his clients, he was saying, because his client was saying, yeah, I know what to do. And I went out there and thought all these positive things. And I know what to do, Cliff. And basically, you don't have to tell me what to do. I already know what to do. In fact, he said, I went for a walk just a little bit ago to telling myself all the positive things and then Cliff says so did it work did you succeed at believing the truth (laughs) and his client said no not really (laughs) that's exactly what's true of me I know all these things I have all the plans and drawings and keynote diagrams and blah 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 but it's not working for me because my mindset and my my path is the same over and over again. I keep doing the same thing over and over again. I keep giving into the same dumb patterns of fear, anxiety, what ifs. When God keeps surrounding me with proof that He's with me, with proof that He's faithful, with proof that He is going to give me, and He already has given me the desires of my heart. And that he will protect me and you from all this craziness. And even if, God forbid, God is going to take care of us. And of you, and of me, and of his children. Because he, that's what he does. If he takes care of the, of the birdies of the, of the field, how much more will he take care of us? But here's the thing. It's a choice. And the practice that my friend Cliff was walking his client through, you know, it was a podcast, so it wasn't like his course. I think his course is like a thousand bucks a month, which I'm telling you, I would pay it if I could. So I need this so much. But what he was saying, just as I was listening, is basically thinking differently and asking yourself some questions such as, what is a truth? You know, just things that my wife tells me all the time. And I think what really helped me today was 
do you realize that this was a miracle week, not a terrible week? Do you realize that this was actually one of the best weeks of your life, not a crappy week? And I'm telling you, I can honestly say that this season, these last few months, have been some of the best months of my life. Have been the worst, but some of the best. And as the other prophet on the other night was saying, just like Job was tested, so are we being tested and being stripped of everything. And yet what happened at the end of Job's life? God rewarded him with double his riches, double his joy, double his wealth, double everything that he had lost. And I believe that for me and for you, that he's going to give us double all that we are losing. You've lost your job. He's going to pay you twice as much. You've lost events that you were supposed to do. He's going to give you twice the events. You've lost maybe even a sense of hope. He's going to give you twice the hope. You've lost, God forbid, someone in your family. He's going to bring you to a new and higher place of faith and belief. That's what God, and, and you know, we, we know from the scriptures many Many theologians believe that Job was the first book of the Bible, even before Genesis. And so my point with that is that from the beginning of the Bible, God wrote about a man who was faithful to God, who God allowed Satan, remember this is satanic what's happening, to take most things away from him. But God was faithful and Job remained focused on his Savior. And at the end of the whole thing, God rewarded Job with twice the blessings. And that's what's going to happen to you and me. Guaranteed. That's the kind of God that we serve. Are you going to believe it today or are you going to believe it when it's too late? I don't want to get beaten down by this. It may not be any sort of stupid v word but it may be the the mind games that 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 this thing is playing with me and with many of us and we can't let that happen my dear gosa family if you are like me and you're giving into this every other second every other hour every other day join me let's let's come together we can't just simply grit our teeth and, and, and grin and bear it, as they say, by ourselves, even with our Bibles. We have to be open about our fears and about our victories and encourage each other with these words, as First Thessalonians 4 says. Encourage each other with these words. And I thank God for my friend Cliff, and I pray for him, for his podcast, and I thank God for his words because they are changing me. And they, as I said, are biblical. And some of it, yeah, is, is positive mindset stuff, but you can always you know, remove it. He doesn't get too crazy with that. But the point is, it's not even about him. It's about thinking of the miracle week that you just had. You just had a miracle week. You just have to make the list of the miracles. And the list of all the ifs and worries and concerns that you have and all the things that could go wrong, you have to make that list and scratch them out one at a time. Cross them out and throw them in the trash. As my beautiful wife, Rochelle, says, I love you, my baby. Throw it in the trash so that you can then encourage your husband, so that I can encourage my wife and be of support to my kids and lead my church and record these things for you so that you can have this content that will help you 
And this is what God has called me to do. And this is what I need to be doing with my life is learning how to trust in God. It's not about more knowledge for me. I have too much knowledge. It's about changing my patterns and my habits that are that die hard, that are so greased and, and so worn out that they are so second nature to me. But I have to you and I have to redo our patterns and our habits. Our hurts, our hangups, and habits, as Celebrate Recovery says, so that you can stand this test. And like Job, you can say, My Redeemer lives, and in my eyes I will see the Lord. With my eyes I will see my Redeemer. My Redeemer lives. I will see God. And that's what you and I can do. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name. He gives and he taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want to close with this. Last night, my beautiful mom gave the talk. We have a devotional every Thursday night. By the way, if you speak Spanish, te invito todos los jueves, every Thursday on Zoom, 8 p.m. Send me an email, trigadavidtrig.com, and I'll send you the Zoom link or it's on my Instagram or my website, Facebook, etc. But we were talking about John 3.16, about love. She gave an amazing talk. At the end of the whole night, I don't know how God put this in her heart because, you know, she mostly knows worship songs in Spanish. She mentioned the song, No Longer a Slave. No Longer a Slave to Fear. I am a child of God. I don't know. I mean, that song is in Spanish, but I don't know where she got that song. It just, you know, as she was preparing yesterday, God put it in her heart. And at the moment, I'm like, okay, I don't quite get how this song fits with love. But guess what I've been thinking about all day today? Speaking of Miracle Week, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. And guess what I'm going to do when I hang up this call here? I'm going to worship to that song and get it into my spirit. And stand against darkness, fear, Satan, demonic influences, all of these demonic tumors is what I call them, these birds from hell that have been let loose on the earth. We have to stand against darkness. This is not about Eckhart Tolle. This is not about you doing drugs or about you going to a spa. All are good things, not the drugs. <laughs> This is about you standing against darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. And that's what you and I have to do. And that's the beginning of the victory for all this stuff. And again, to remember the miracles of this week. My mom was a miracle for me last night in quoting that song. Another miracle. And I'm going to live in fear this whole weekend? for the next, what, six months? Until when? Today is a day of salvation. If you want to be a part of a mastermind that I'm putting together, basically just a group of men and women who relate to this content, who relate to what I'm talking about, it's free. It starts August 15th. If you want to be a part of this mastermind, of this community, of this small group, whatever you want to call it, but it's more than just reading verses. We'll definitely do that, but it's more intentional than that. If you want to be a part of an intentional community, especially dealing with this topic of seeing the miracle in the middle of the fear and standing against darkness, then I invite you. Let me know how I can be of help. Go to davidtrick.com mastermind and sign up. 
today. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to The David Trigg Show. Find the complete archive at davidtrigg.com or subscribe for free through the podcast app on iTunes or Stitcher on Android. Each week, we bring you a message of joy, success, and personal power in spite of fear, anxiety, and depression. Because as we like to say, though there's pain in the night, gozo comes in the morning.